That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sponsored by Anchor. It's nothing new. The fellas are back for season one, episode 15. Pat, but you said season one like there's going to be multiple seasons. That's because there is. Next episode will be the beginning of season two. Because we realized that we started talking to every listener as if they personally knew us. So in season two, you're going to get a little more deep dive into the person that Brady is, the person that Brez is, the person that I am. And we're going to hope to get you guys feeling like you know us if you don't know us. And also, of course, we'll stay on some current topics and we'll have some fun about what's going on in the world, hopefully. And the most important thing is we make you laugh and we make you come back. On today's episode, we talked about the Cubs and the Sox. What would a combined team look like of Chicago baseball players? We got into things you hate to hear. You just hate to hear it. And then, of course... We just have some tangents that lead us into nowhere and back to somewhere. So let's get right to it. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it! You can come get me. That was Windy City by Pat Mallers. He has a first debut music video coming out July 31st. Act Natural drops. Pat Mallers has been giving us his music to let us use it for the intro and the outro. Check his music out. Hopefully we'll get him on the pod. We've always talked about having him on the pod, but God knows when. Because the man's busy. You know, everybody's busy. And you know who else is busy? Cubs and Sox are busy. Big time. So what I plan on doing every week is doing a little play on the Let's Play 2, which is the doubleheader. It did not go well for the Sox the other day. Story for another day. Sorry about that. So we're going to talk a little bit Cubs, a little bit of the AAA team on the south side. Get the fuck out of here. It's going to be heated. It's going to be heated. I'm the only Cubs fan. I'm outmanned here, but I'll uh, I'll stand my ground. I'll be fine with it. But um, we can start off by, you want to talk about the... First five games or the one that we just watched finish? So, no, uh, I want to talk about the first five games. Yeah. Because um, I am the yeah. sole reason that the White Sox are one or now two and five. Two and five. Two and four. Two and two four. four. Two, two and four. four. Two and four is a lot better than two and five. Yeah. But the reason that they were one and four is because I parlayed the Sox in the over four times you never bet on your favorite teams i've said it before and i'll say it again if they win it's a win for you and if they lose you you it's a win because you say oh i didn't bet on that yeah that's true i'm uh, taking i'm taking brady's medicine on this because i was sitting at my tv motherfucking my phone and the tv because of what was going on like oh my god and that second game of the double header the White Sox left the bases loaded on two Numerous times. Innings. Numerous times. I wanted to headbutt a knife. That's my favorite thing about this, talking about this a little more educational rather than biased, is that how many players in their starting lineup for game one for the White Sox were on the team last year? Uh, I don't know. I'd I actually mean, have di- to look. Different I think like is five of the nine. Lou Rob's different. Carnacion's uh, yes. different. Um, Yohan's now playing third base exclusively. Finally, has a position to play. Yeah, that's um, that's a big, big deal. Right? Yeah, Jose yeah. Abreu was on a new contract. Lori yeah. was on the team last year. Abisal Garcia was the best right shortstop in Chicago. AL batting champ. Tim Anderson. Oh, but he didn't play. Fuck you. What did I say? <laughs> what I said. I didn't say a thing. No. But I I have been thinking wholeheartedly. I've legitimately. Me and Brez have tried to do the math. Do we 
bet against the Sox, $5, $10, whatever it is, every game. So it's either we win money or we paid for a victory. Because, no, we all know this as gamblers and have said that there is not an amount of money where we would stop. The money isn't the thing that we need. It's the team winning that outweighs everything. Exactly. So why would you bet against? So when they lose, you're like, oh, they lost, but I still made money. Oh, shit, I'd rather have them win. I view it as paying for the victory. Okay, but we are also in the middle of a pandemic, so losing money isn't how it used to be. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's true facts. But at this point, I will pay $540 to see the White Sox in postseason baseball. Okay, but that just screams no confidence in your team to me. Oh, well, I got confidence no, in the don't. offense. You have, I don't have confidence in the rotation. Okay, offense doesn't win championships. Everybody knows that. So I'm saying if you are really having your in your head to bet against them to maybe make money in the long run, then you fucking are telling me that you don't have confidence in your team. Well, it's tough when you start one in four. Obviously, we had like drastically high hopes because of Luis Robert getting an MLB contract, like a fucking how you doing, how's your mother, how's your father contract. Yeah, like you could take care of him now. $150 million right. before he even played a game. So, obviously, and then, of course, you get uh, journalists and people talking about how Luis Robert is going to change the face of baseball. And that is nothing more than just fire. It fuels the flame. And I want nothing more than the Chicago White Sox to go to the playoffs. Because when they're in the playoffs, they can do with what they have. They're going to be okay once they get to the playoffs. The problem is, can they get to the playoffs? Not with Luis Robert batting batting seventh. Right. I know. And not with fucking... Four foot five, Lori Garcia coming in fucking when we're up seven, hitting another home run. It's like, dude, we need you to get on base because the top of the order comes up, and that's when we get Timmy Gangster Swing Anderson coming to the plate. I'm looking I for think some there was, I think there was a lot of high hopes for the Sox, too, and I hate to give them somewhat of a compliment here, but everyone was talking about how they are taking the over in their wins at 30 or whatever they were because of the schedule they played. 31.5. 31.5, whatever. I'm retired from gambling, never doing it again. Um, the Indians don't suck as no, much as everybody twins. thought they did. So going 1-4 like on paper looks terrible. But, yes, also the Twins. They said, oh, well, this is, these are the teams they play all year, so they'll be fine. They'll definitely get over 30 wins. The Twins are way better than everybody thinks, and the Indians are still somewhat together. Team. They haven't sold out completely. Right. But it's also a team made of players, like I said to start the episode, that haven't been together. It doesn't happen in five games. And I don't know why I'm sticking up for them right now, but I, I don't know how you freak out about – Five games, even though I get it, there's only 60. That's the reason. There's no other reason. I know what I'm... Because every game is win now. We don't have that game in the middle of July where you're on like a 15-game away streak where you can just kind of get by for the next two games because you go to a homestand for the next week and a half. I know. Like We don't have that ability to just like get by for a game rather than... Every game now is win, win, win. You have to play your guys. And that's why we're – Ricky's boys, they're not quitting. Ricky is kind of fucking with my mentals. Yeah, he's making me mad. He's making me legitimately frustrated. So I'm kind of being a hypocrite right here by saying one and four isn't really that bad of a thing because of the teams they're playing. But like you are saying, the mid-whatever, if it was July for a regular season – they have to play the Cubs 10 times. Think what you want about them. Even when the Sox stunk, they usually split. They have to beat the Cubs more than five out of the 10 games. Yep. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it because we're going to have Lesser and Hendricks for two of those, or probably four of those 10 games. And I don't think that you guys have a pitcher better than either of those two. I put Giolito up there. Lester's okay, but Giolito shits his pants every time he sees the Cubs uniform. Friday, when we get to see start number two of Keuchel, Keuchel might be our number one, depending on the outcome of that game. 
But dude, we just watched Geo throw six shutout innings on four hits. Right. Agreed. Like, he still got it. Yeah, well he better. I mean, he obviously still has it. You can't say sorry for the same thing twice. If he would have did what he did the other night, and that's why if you Darvish doesn't have a start, that's somewhat of a You Darvish is thing. not good anymore. Um okay. He's not. I mean <sighs> Shut up, to be shut up, shut up, shut up. We're not talking about you, Darvish. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to talk about you, Darvish. Just like I don't want to talk about Lori Garcia. Okay, but whatever. Fuck, you, Darvish is going to win every game from here on out. You, Darvish, might get through three innings and skate by his fucking teeth on those nine innings. That's Six, why I'm, innings. like, so adamant about how the Cubs are better than the Sox because I know that this is the fucking last fucking year because Jason Hayward is my second favorite player on the team other than Wilson Contreras. Everybody knows that, but the amount of fucking money we put into him and you Darvish for what has been put out on the surface for us to see is actually sickening. Like it's sickening. You is so monstrously overpaid. I mean, his contract is like the Ken Griffey Jr. on the White Sox contract. Yeah. Like We can all relate to you, Darvish, so much on this podcast because the start of his year last year was so bad, and then he did enough for all of us Cubs fans to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to bounce back next year. And if he does the same thing this year, I promise well, we I'm going to buy back into it again. We always bounce, <laughs> we always bounce back, and that's the one of my biggest things – is the um, like the ability to handle this now two and four record is because watching the guys practice, of course, like anytime you follow a team on social media, you're just like, whenever you see a video, you're like, I'm back in, I'm back in already. Oh yeah. Because the team dynamic, like, and I've had fans, like people who don't like the Sox at all that are just intrigued about, what it would be like to be a fan because we look so excited and we look like we're just a team of friends. Yeah. But at the same time, teams of friends don't do well. I don't know about that. No, like if in, in our area of like get your group of friends and go fucking play a game, you're going to be like, am I going to fucking tell this guy to get his fucking hands down on a grounder? Like, this is my boy. Like, I'm going to go shotgun a beer with him. Or the night before, I shotgun a beer with him. Am I going to tell him, get your head out of your ass? No, because that's, like, how my many, friend, not my best friend. You know yeah, what I mean? Can, I pick up what you're putting down. Can you name me some billionaires that are known as nice guys? Not a single one. Right. So, I mean. Bill Gates isn't a bad dude. Okay. There is a we're lot. We're not talking about Bill Gates right There's now. There's a shitload of conspiracies about that. Once we have an episode about like Corona conspiracies, I'll go into Bill Gates because that shit is fucked up. But just think about it. Like, I think that your point goes to the Sox right now is that they're all buddy buddy. Right. Like the Abreu turned down. I don't know how much money he could have gotten because he never even went into the market and said that he and he came up. Yeah, right. I want to be with the Sox. So who knows what he could have got? But he took a discount, and they're all buddy buddy. So do you, based on what you just said, how can you see them going to the playoffs if they're all friends? That's one of my. I wouldn't say fears because it's not really weighing me down by that much, but I think. It's a lot of fun to watch a group of guys get along and win, but when you're not winning and you're just a group of guys getting along, like at some point somebody has to be the dude who's like, yo, I get it, we're really good friends, but like get your fucking shit together and fucking have an at-bat rather than looking for something that you're not going to get. See, this is the difference though. These are paid professionals. They're held to a different standard. It's not like Sunday softball. These guys will motherfuck each other, but they take it in stride, like, because they play, like, they are pros. Like, in college right. water polo, like, right. we had guys fuck up, get ejections, basically put us in compromising situations defensively. You would right. get in that guy's face, but right. after the game, you'd dap up your boys. Good baseball teams play loose. I know. 
and that it's like it goes to like offensive confidence. But it's hard to have offensive confidence when every at bat is a do or die when you're playing from behind from the fucking first inning. Right. Okay, and, but you guys have a guy who just came on your team who they're saying is Willie Mays asking. He's 22 years old. Yeah, but it's amazing. Do you expect him to be a leader in the locker room? And uh, not this year, but time, I do. But yes. yeah. Okay, we're talking about this year. You said they're guys that they're going to make the playoffs. Eloy's twenty three years old. Yohan's twenty five years old. Do you expect those Luis guys Robert to be is, okay with somebody like? Do you expect Yohan to go up to Luis Robert, who's twenty two years old, who is on top of the world? Yohan goes up to him, or Obreu goes up to him and goes, "You need to get your head out of your ass." What do you think he's going to say? He's going to tell him to fucking so fuck off. That's why I that's don't think of, he would. I know. But I hope that. That's one of my worries. I know that a team is all about fucking getting your players and your teammates to be the best they can. But all we've seen, just like social media does, is we only see the good stuff. Right? Right. So Well, with with baseball teams, yeah, but other things, no. Right. But, like, when you post something, you could fucking be – I don't know. But topic for a different day. Yes. Um, I'm just worried that – there might be some timid behavior in telling the guy who's older than you that's been in the league, yo, your at-bats suck. Right. That's what I'm – I'm not saying it's not going to happen and I'm not saying that these guys aren't motherfucking each other. All I'm saying is that it's in the back of my mind that like are these guys trying to just be friends or it's business time for them. Dude. Right, exactly. And that's, that's what I want them. That's what I don't know, and that's what worries. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. That's what one of the worries is going, starting one and four, now two and four. Oh, fuck. Luis Robert and Tom Brady have the same birthday. So Goats. we're back on the Sox. Oh, no. That's a tough one for Brady. No, okay. I refuse to believe this. We're, I'm, Tom Brady is. I'm exiting out of this. He's this, he's he's younger than me too. Back to Cubs and Sox. Yeah, I know. You, he's fucking no, younger. Going than back you. to the professionalism in sports, the best example I can think of last year. It's a football example: Titans versus the Chiefs. It's a tie game. First possession of the second half. Taylor Luan, who is the literal team captain, gets a false start penalty on second down. It was second and five. Now they're second and ten. I know exactly what you're A.J. Brown, a rookie, stud, by the way. I'm going to get him in fantasy football. Um, (laughs) Runs out onto the field, and he's like, come on, man. You're hurting us. Get your shit together. And Taylor Luan was like, yeah, you're right. I need that. But they lost. No, they won. No. Oh, in the regular season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that brings me to the point of fucking even talking about Jason Hayward's money. That doesn't mean anything. In the 2016 World Series, rain delay. Thank you, Jesus. Um, he goes into the dugout and has a pep talk with everybody. Mm-hmm. Jason Hayward isn't putting up the numbers that he's supposed to put up, but they're all sitting there fucking listening to him, That's listening speech. to Jason Hayward talk, and they come out there and win the game. Zobris has been in the fucking league for fucking – who knows how long? And I don't know if Hayward's speech pumped him up, but he comes out and hits a double and wins the World Series. So basically what I'm getting at is, like, you guys have iter- reiterated it twice now, is that, like, you tell me they're going to make the playoffs, and then you tell me about your concerns. Do your pros outweigh the cons? Are they yes. going to make the playoffs? Yes. Yes. The pros- I'm willing to put a bet on recorded history – that the Cubs are plus three and a half on record wins. On the Sox? Over the Sox. So the Cubs. So you're basically betting that the spread currently. So if the Cubs go 40 and 20, Not the happen. Sox have to go 36 and 24. <laughs> there it is. Nailed it. Right <laughs> yeah. on the dot. Right on the dot. Right on the dot. Are you willing to accept it? <laughs> See. Okay, see, you yep. hesitated. You yep, guys, we hesitated. You guys lost. Yeah, we did. I'll take it. I'll put 100 on it right now. Recorded history. Well, the recorded you put history. $100? Yeah. See, I, we're trying I to seriously build. think the Cubs' bullpen 
is as big of a liability that the Sox starting rotation. How about regardless of the outcome, that one hundred dollars goes to washed up rather than to the other person? Okay, whoever well, loses goes into the washed up um, uh, account. Yeah, hundred bucks. Done deal. Done deal. Shake on it. Absolutely. So the shake happened, but now let's get a little happier. We have two fun ass teams to watch in the city of Chicago. Yep. So let's mix the AAA team with the Major League team. Right. The Cubs should join the White Sox. Okay, come on. Let's get real here for a second. All right. If we had to go position by position, let's take bias out of it because obviously we know what positions we want. Let's start at who would be the day one starting pitcher if we combined Cubs and Sox? I'm taking Hendricks. Taking Giolito. I don't know how you can take Hendricks. He can't win an exhibition game. And we started a fucking child. Well, you guys are the fucking exhibition champs, and when it comes to regular season games, so it's you, not can't beat out. Ex- you can't beat an we're exhibition. Not, we're not betting on exhibition games. I'm just saying he, we want the starting lineup for regular season. How games. many runs did he give up? Objectively tonight? speaking, I want velocity and control over just control. Okay, well let's be serious though. If it's this year, I'm ta- I, I'm changing my mind. I'm taking the veteran lesser on the mound against a team one game. I'm taking Lester. We have to beat the Dodgers as a combined. John Lester. No chance. Uh, His fastball isn't even breaking 90. So what? He's I would a fuck proven around. winner. He's I would a fuck around and say. Gilito is a proven loser in big games. I would fuck around and say Keuchel over both Okay, of them. that is fucking absurd. Why? Because the only reason the Sox got him is because no one else was taking him. You don't put that guy on the mound on a do-or-die situation. Would you rather you have, speaking of guys nobody's taking, would you rather have Dallas Keuchel or Mike Kimbrell then, or Craig Kimbrell? Craig Kimbrell is a fucking closer. We're I playing mean, nine innings, not one. Have, but, like, literally, as an asset. On my team? Yeah. Fuck, obviously, Giolito with what Kimbrell has shown. Yeah. Keuchel, sorry. All good. Okay, but that's a whole different story. I'm, you're talking about a guy who I'm willing to bet on six innings rather than one. I understand the ninth inning is one of the most important, even though the whole game's important. I'm taking the guy who's going to guarantee me six solid innings. Yeah, right. all right, that's fair. Not necessarily great. All right, well, okay, now we disagree right. on the pitcher. That's yeah, fine. I know we're all going to agree on catcher. It's going to be Contreras. Okay, thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right? I mean, if we combine both teams – we have three immaculate catchers. It's insane, actually. It goes Contreras, who would be the... We can flip-flop every three innings, too. I don't right. give a fuck. But Contreras would be the numero uno. Yes. First base. That is actually going to be tough. That one's legitimately tough. I take Rizzo just because he fucking has proven himself in the playoffs. And I'm not saying Abreu, it's not against Abreu. He's been on shit teams. He probably would prove himself in the playoffs. Like, he proves himself day in and day out. But he hasn't been there, he so I can't say Abreu. Right now, after watching his last couple of at-bats, I would have to go Rizzo as I'm well. In. I wouldn't go Rizzo because of the consistent back issues. It's like, it's starting to become It's concerning. one game. It's not one oh, game. Okay. He's We're getting talking an MRI. If we're talking, what okay. if we're talking World Series, you got seven games? All right, we're going MLB this is the show mode, this no is, injuries. Right, this is obviously hypothetical, so. That's Great tough. radio. Good radio. Great radio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess Rizzo, but begrudgingly. Yeah. All right, now 2B. This is so tough. We both have guys that can play fucking second base. I know. I think we – what if we did a little bit of this? We move T.A. over to second base and we get Javi over – Okay, if we're moving T.A. to second base, I vote for that 100,000%. All yeah. right, here's the spicy one, third base. Yoan. 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 With what Chris Bryan has shown since his MVP year, I unfortunately have to say Yoan as well. We all agree with Baez at shortstop. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the outfield does not really get that tricky. I mean, if you don't put Hayward in right field, I'm done with right. the fucking segment right now. Right. No, Hayward's in right, Robert in center. Correct. And Who then, plays left, Schwarber or Eloy? I'm putting Eloy in left, no doubt about it. Fair. And then... But... 
We could put him at DH. There's a universal DH now. I'll take him. I would put him at DH, dude. What about... Really? I, I mean, that's so tough, DH, because, I mean, I understand Chris Bryant hasn't put up the numbers, but if you have him at DH, that's fucking scary, man. Yeah. I would yeah. I would say we either we either DH, Eloy, or Schwarber. There's nobody else. I would agree with that. It's Schwarber, okay, so yeah, Schwarber and Eloy has to play. Whoever goes on the left. The other DH. The other DH. That's fine. Okay. That's DH. a fucking scary. Okay, but realize tandem. this, that we're leaving a fucking 2016 MVP out of the fucking picture. Yeah, Who is statistically fine. the, like. I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. I just can't fathom that it's the conversation we're having right now. I know. Oh, it's and sad, it's, dude. It's tough. It's a tough look. But I think it would be just. Oh, but let's go for a second here. All right. Let's go deeper. I'm taking Rossi over Renteria, no doubt about it. Fuck. Dude, Rossi is the epitome of, let's get our best friend to manage the team that we're trying no, to. No, no, no. That's the difference is because they talked about this about the 2016 team, that Joe Mannon was too much of a buddy-buddy, and Rossi was the guy He's in the He's got a hard ass, yeah. Yeah. He was a ball buster. Yeah, but still, like, I, I'm – you guys are going to correct me that I'm wrong, but listen, if a motivational speech comes to the time, you think Grandpa Rossi's coming in just like, so back in 2016, I had a pretty sweet little play. Anthony, you remember that? Chris, you remember it? The guy's new to the team? Well, no, we're not talking about Chris Bryant. He's not showing. He's going to be on the Kansas City Royals next year. No, I'm talking, what does Grandpa Rossi's motivational speech look hey, like? Hey, guys, you are only. 15 years younger than me, not 30. I understand what the game is like today. I've won a World Series in the past four years. This is what you need to do to get it done. Okay. The guys on the fucking team don't even know who Ricky Renteria are, who it, Ricky Renteria is. <laughs> who? How many Rickies are there? I'll be the grammar coach. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I know for sure is that Don Cooper is not our pitching coach. Yeah, that's got to change. That guy's beer belly is fucking fantastic. It really is, and you gotta admit that he can pound him like with the rest, with the rest of the. Especially no for the rest of us. No argument here. Boston is our first base coach. Yeah, he intimidates. He's the first guy that comes off the bus on the team too. He Absolutely, the fuck out of me. Absolutely, that helmet. I feel like he sleeps in his helmet. Okay, so now we're down to game seven, bottom of the ninth. We're up one. Who are we throwing into the game? Kopech. Can we say that? <laughs> Can we do that? In a perfect world, this is all hypothetical. I don't see why we can't. Yeah. Are we going to have lawyers at our door? I think we are. But I honestly... Is he going to be wondering if we talk to his wife? Oh, yeah. Wow. Sorry, sorry, Hot topic. Sorry. We got girlfriends, dude. I mean, obviously, I meant Perez. <laughs> hey <laughs> Let me hear you say, Wayo. I think well, yeah, game, seven, Kopech, yeah. game seven, we're in the bottom of the ninth because obviously we're the home team. Kopech. Well, I mean, obviously the fucking home team, if they don't win 50 games, they fucking stink. Yeah. I think we honestly could. You take the best of the best, you throw the worst of the worst. I swear to God, if Laurie Garcia even made that team, I would fucking murder. I'm glad we didn't talk about the bullpen because we're not going to need it. (laughs) I fucking hope. (laughs) We wouldn't need a bullpen. I'd take the Sox bullpen 100%, though. We got Aaron Bummer, C-Shack from the Cubs last year. What I just saw from Aaron Bummer, it is... A bummer for the other team. It is Wednesday, July 29th. It was fucking unbelievable what he just put out there. He was painting corners... He was getting up to 96. Dude was looking sexy. Yeah. I think we got a lot of – I mean, of course it's hypothetical and god damn it. Like, we are so lucky to have two relevant teams in the game of baseball. And there's going to be some Cubs fans that are like, the Sox aren't even relevant yet. Like, you're fucking stupid. It would this be is a, our – I mean, obviously we're all from the suburbs, but Chicago is the Cubs city, and anybody who doesn't think so is an idiot. For right now. I'm the not, Sox I'm not are the worried, working man's team. I'm yeah, not worried agreed. about the future 
anybody who's none of us right now. I can't believe you just said that you're not worried about the future because literally that's all I'm no, worried about. That's <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. Like I know what the future entails for both of these teams. So for the teams, I okay, we're not talking real world. Yeah, that heavily on the Cubs. I thought you retired for 2020. No, I'm retired from sports gambling. Yes. Yeah. But hypothetically, if you were taking a side, you'd bet the Cubs. Yeah. All right, so me and Brad's got a nice little wager coming. Yeah. And uh, I love that it's now an investment rather than a personal pocket. Yeah. So that's going to be great. Um, that's the only gambling I do. Yeah, right? Washed Up has a lot of cool stuff on the agenda. Um, are we doing our little uh, breaky poo? Yes, sir. Are we breaky done with pee, breaky? It's a breaky pee. We're not all pooping. Um, is there last remarks on the baseball season starting up? Cubs. Oh, fuck. Joe Kelly's the gangster of the MLB. Oh, he's such a stud. He's a fucking savage. The fact that the team that cheated didn't have a single player suspended and a guy that didn't even hit anybody gets an eight-game suspension in a 60-game season is criminal. For sticking his tongue out, what are we, five? Manfred should have his head on a spike at this point. This guy couldn't be a worse commissioner like, yeah, if he tried. Agreed. Agreed. He is such... Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if he had, like, dicks for fingers and, like... Fingers for dicks. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But it's just, like, the president of the United States, though. Not, like, anybody individually. We're not we'll getting political. Get in, no, We're we'll not never, getting political. We'll never, get in, we'll never be political. But it's just, like, he doesn't make all the decisions on his own. That's all I'll say. Right. I, he has people down his throat. You can't just blame him. I just think but that he needs to take executive action and be like, well, I don't know if we're going to have a field on man. Cause he folds your face under pressure. Just like Joe Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe <laughs> Kelly. Joe I Kelly love stuff. that. So if those who didn't see the, the turn of events that Joe Kelly had happened to him, he threw at Bregman. He, he was being wild with the ball. Like, of course there was probably some pent up anger, but, then Correa comes up, and he fucking two balls, gets a strike, throws at Correa, misses him, and then just two nasty hooks yeah. to K up Correa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, cheater. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, and cheater. Correa, I don't know if – I didn't get to see any angles where I saw Correa chirping, but I'm He's sure – He's the he, reason they came out of the day. Right. And so – Joe Kelly, fucking savage, do the little pouty face. Oh yeah, what the fuck? He was like, "What are you gonna do? Like, you have no basis of an argument, Carrera." Yeah, and Joe Kelly has cheated. already like, beat somebody up. Yeah, I can't. It was some. I don't know. It was some guy. In the I don't know. He just. Fashion. He just looks. I love that because, like, pitchers are also just straight up sociopaths, psychopaths. All you want. Because it takes a fucking different mindset to be an MLB pitcher. Right. He like, looks like the guy that you would see in the bar and be like, oh, I could beat that guy up, and then it turns out to be a psycho. And then the next thing you know, you have four shivs in your ribs. Right. Yeah. Like, that's Joe Kelly. He looks like somebody you would punk, and then the next thing you know, your kidney's being sold on the black market. Big facts. Big facts. You hate to hear that. You hate to hear it. Teaser. Teaser. Hardly newer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was baseball. We're back with things you hate to hear. Go Bulls. Well, we got you here on this little breaky-poo we're doing. How about you go over to Twitter and follow us at Washed Up Inc. And then maybe after that, you scroll on over to Instagram and follow us at washedup.inc. You know, we're here. We're posting content. And how about we get back to some content? Thank you. All right, guys. Seriously, last call. Finish them up and get out. Things you hate to hear. Seeing those lights go on and having a bartender just lock eyes with you telling you get out of the place. One of the worst feelings in the world. You had four chances to go home already. Yeah. And you chose to stay. Yeah. I'm like usually very aware of like what time it is and how close we are to closing time. I go to a lot of the same bars. So like I know when it's time to go home but when you get hit with the lights when you're not expecting it like having a full-blown conversation dancing and then the lights going you're like 
Oh shit. Woof. Like yeah. I did not mean to stay out this late. I'm probably in a little bit of trouble at home. Why did we do this again? <laughs> it happens every time. Literally oh. all the time. Yeah. Not every time, but pretty close to it. It used to happen more so. Yeah. Now that we haven't had to experience it as much with bars being closed, obviously it hasn't happened. But just the, oh, I should have gone home two hours ago feeling resonates with you just that much the next morning. Honestly, it might be worse with bars being closed because I'll just be sitting at home drinking on a Saturday when I don't have anywhere to go. And, and there's not a last call. Exactly. And I'll look at my clock and be like, oh, four in the morning. Okay. Sunday is going to be hell. I won't have scaries because I didn't encounter anybody, <laughs> but I'll be tired as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Going off the, uh, I didn't see anybody. One of the things you hate to hear is, man, you were drunk last night. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially like, if you what? don't remember what happened. Right. And you're just like, what did I do? Do usually yeah. coming from someone you don't see a lot, and you probably see them at a Sunday fun day, and right. that means you shouldn't be out for a Sunday fun day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it means you should have called it quits after Saturday, but everyone was getting together for a little Sunday fun day, and it just turned into Sunday. Uh oh. And also, that person is a psychopath because if you were a little bit more sober than I was at two thirty in the morning, then what the fuck were you doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you at the bar and you didn't say hi. What I saw at the bar was blur. Yeah. I didn't you, see anything. You just really looked like you needed a ride home at three o'clock. Thank you for giving me the ride home, but you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> for real though. Another thing you just hate to hear is the birds chirping before you've gone to bed. Oh my God. You know, you're fucked when you hear the birds chirping or that like tinge of sunlight you just look out the window and like, oh my God, it's brighter than it was 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Well, that just means you're having a fucking phenomenal night where you lose track of time and you're just ready to keep going and keep going and keep going. And then the sun comes up and it's just like, it's time for you to stop going. You're just like, oh, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the dick. Someone okay. Someone put these sure. birds back in their nest. Yeah, right? <laughs> How about we have a little later of a wake-up call, guys? It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It's Sunday. I have to be at work in 12 hours. <laughs> but I'm still drinking. Yeah. Uh, another thing that you absolutely hate to hear is something that in the on the lines of just missed or start over. I remember this so vividly. My freshman year, I never wrote a research paper in my entire life. I bring my full paper up to the teacher two weeks before it's due because I think it's fucking great. And I show it to her. She goes, okay, well, this, 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 and that is wrong. So maybe just start over. <laughs> I was, I worked my ass off. Things you hate to hear. Maybe just tell me like, oh, good try. Like fix a couple things. Right. Even if I end up getting a C on the paper. Right. Lie to me. Yeah. I'd rather headbutt a knife than restart a research paper. Yeah. Along those lines, like, you just missed the deadline. Or you just missed, like, you have an assignment due at fucking 11.59, and you're submitting it, and like, oh, oh, Wi-Fi, you just missed. And your email to the teacher is better than what you put in on the <laughs> assignment about why you just missed. <laughs> and they, Dear Mrs. So-and-so, so my Wi-Fi connection had gone out earlier in the night, and I decided to have worked on the paper a little bit longer. And the next thing you know, you're fucking wordsmith when it comes to the email, but you took 14 minutes trying to figure out, does this deserve a comma, a period, or a semicolon? With 45 misspellings, no commas or periods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or when you're at the bar and, like, your boy who you hadn't seen in a while, you got to the bar a little late, and you're like, oh, you just missed so-and-so. And you're like, yeah. well, what the fuck am I out for? You told me to come. Well, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. It turns out they are just pre-gaming here. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, since we spent the first 30 minutes talking about sports and that we all have done the sports, <laughs> the worst thing to hear, get on the line. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The day is done for having a good practice. Get on the line. 
You're running for the next 30 minutes. Those are the Easy. days you hate being a team guy rather than a shoe individual guy. Right. Because it's like, okay, well, it was fucking this guy's fault because he stinks. Yeah, that's the one time I wished I played tennis where it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, so-and-so decided not to block, to box out. So, everybody get on the line. Well, what the fuck am I getting on the line for? So-and-so doesn't know how to read a fly ball. Get on the line. I'm all- I know I'm in to, the outfield. I know how to read a fly ball. Why am I getting on the line? Yeah. I, this was a scarring experience for me in maybe fifth grade, sixth grade. We had to run Michigan's for every free throw we missed in a game against St. Celestine's. <laughs> and I booted my face off. Yeah. But I was I was working, bro. Yeah, you were out That's here grinding. Everybody I was out here Michigan. grinding. Yeah, Michigan's are Michigan suicides. Wherever you're from, whatever you call them, they're the worst. Oh I mean, God. I for the longest time, in actually in grade school, I actually thought they were fun. So like, I was just like, oh, I'm the fastest guy on the team. This is the easiest thing. I have to beat the second fastest by a step, so I can kind of take it off. Once you get to high school, you get a bunch of people like trying to make teams or trying to make spots. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm not naturally the fastest anymore. I don't remember these guys from grade school. <laughs> no, in grade school, it was easy. Michigans were like, oh, if you finish in, like, X amount of seconds, like, you're fine. And I just, like, coasted to you finishing in that time. You didn't even have to be the best player on the team. You were just the person with the hustle, so the coach noticed you every single time. Right. And then you get to high school with kids from different schools, and you're just like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, I'm not good at basketball yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The running fast and the jumping high doesn't really translate when you actually don't have basketball talent. This kind of brings me to another thing. I don't know how it was for you guys, but all my gym teachers growing up and all my basketball coaches growing up, and baseball we didn't run a lot, but, I mean, when you had to run, they were still the same way. Not one of them was in fucking shape. When (laughs) when someone's out of shape and tells you to get on the line and this is going to make you better, how do you believe in that? Right, yeah. It's so hard to buy into. Agreed. Oh, man. When that guy looks down and he can't see his feet, looking straight down. Telling you to fucking swim an extra lap. I'm motherfucking that yeah. guy in my head. Right. I don't like, care about run. Yeah. I don't care about what you used to do. What have you done for me lately, coach? Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I, when I was coaching travel, like, I was still looking pretty good. So, like, that argument was null and void because I would do the thing. It was like, everybody get on the line. And then like two times I would be like, if any one of you beats me, we can cut it short by a half hour. And that was just for me just to know that I could still beat fucking 13 or 14 year olds in a fucking race. Cause I was, I was that same guy. I was always like, if my coach can't do what he's telling me to do, why do I have to listen? Exactly. It's because the coach fucking knows the game a little bit better than your fucking high school self another thing about like life and in sports and shit too like people on the surface when your mom tells you when it's cold outside to go wear a coat and you're like oh why the fuck would i need i'm not wearing a coat you don't wear a coat you come home with a cold and you're like you realize too late yeah you should have fucking listened yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we i mean the hindsight's always 2020 and obviously yeah i should have gone gone back and gotten a coat and maybe I would have if you gave me an extra five minutes before I actually left. But the fact you told me to get a coat, I'm not I'm getting, not a, getting coat. a coat. Yeah. I'm not getting a coat. I'm obstinate at that point. Yeah, like, Clifford, you got to go box out better. Like, next time I was going to box out better, but now that you fucking said it, I'm here we are. Fast break. That's the thing yeah. that you don't have when you're growing up. It's just like you get to a certain age where your mom and or dad put your coat on you so you know to wear it. And then you get to that age where they expect you to wear it. And then you're like, oh, look at this freedom. Okay, <laughs> well, then I'm going to make a decision for myself. Yep. Keep putting the coat on me. Yeah. I don't care. I'll hold your hand the whole <laughs> way. Yeah. The, the reasons I didn't want to wear a coat was because once it gets taken off, like, where am I going to put it? Now, if I wear a coat and I don't need it, fucking waistband over the shoulders. Like, looking like a tennis player who got kicked out. Looking like a country club dad who obviously has had way too many glasses of wine. (laughs) That's kind of who I want to be in life. Dude, honestly, like, if I can just have a fucking sweater or a coat over my shoulders and, like, tie the little whoop-de-whoop and 
I'm able to sign the check just by myself, then I'll know I made it. No doubt. If you can wear cardigans without sweating it, you've made it. Yeah. Every time I put on a cardigan, I'm like, do I deserve to be wearing a cardigan right now? Chances are no. You're either an 85-year-old man or you're balling. This kind of transitions into one of my favorite things you hate to hear. <laughs> Anybody who says, you should have. <laughs> no matter what they say after it, yeah. I'm like, usually after they say it, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I was thinking what I was doing was right. Right. So I get it yeah. that I know I should have put a fucking coat on. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you should have put a coat on. Yeah. I get that now. Yeah. Why don't you help me be better instead of berating right, me right. in my own self-guilt? Right. Like the first test you don't pass in high school, it's like, well, you should have studied more. Obviously, I should have studied more, but I went and smoked weed in my friend's garage. Like, where's the problem here? You know? I, don't, I don't see where the fucking problem is. <laughs> or like, you should have waited just like an extra couple of seconds. It's like... You think I had the ability to wait a couple more seconds? I had to get going. Like, I got places to be. Yeah. You should have tried harder. Yeah. Well, maybe Obviously. you should have helped me try harder. Yeah. The worst is when you're the one telling yourself that. Like, yeah. when I when I tore my rotator cuff, I was like, man, you should have tried baseball a little bit harder than you did when you had the chance. And now I'm like, well, fucking, of course I should have. Obviously. Yeah. But when I was fucking... 17 years old, I was like, the path is already paved. I'm graduating high school, graduating college. Like, obviously, I should have worked harder. Obviously, I should have been in the weight room at fucking before school. Like, when people say, you should have, it's like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I get it, dude. Man, maybe you shouldn't have let yourself go. Fuck that. And fuck you. That you know? transitions to when people say things you hate to hear is... You look healthy. <laughs> well, did I look like I was fucking going to die the last time you saw me? Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, man. He must be doing a lot of uppers where the appetite is not where it needs to be. Yeah. You look healthy. You mean I'm walking? Like, where where are we drawing the line on this healthiness? Yeah. Right away, they, you like look healthy. Well, I haven't done anything to make myself believe that. Yeah, so there's what just, the fuck am I doing on the side here? There's, there's just more of you. You look healthy. You just beefed up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's they're telling you that you look fat or no. It's them telling you you don't look fat, but you don't look fit, and you yeah. don't and you don't look good. Like you've looked better. Yeah, it's like well, you look healthy, but I envision something better for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Nice to see you too. Yeah. That one stings a little bit. Yeah. And then the obvious things you just hate to hear is we need to talk. Oh. Oh, Regardless man. of who it's from, usually it's a significant other. Maybe it's a parent that they found your weed or they found your tin. It's like, hey, we need to talk when you get home. And you're like about to start a practice or you're like a, you read your phone right before you're about to do something. And that's the only thing you're thinking of. And then your coach is like, Clifford, where's your fucking head? It's like, well, obviously it's where my mom just said, hey, when you get home, we need to talk. Yeah, And that's why you hate to hear it because 90% of the time it's negative, but that 10% of the time it's like good. Yeah. You yeah. get home, you're shitting your pants, and your mom's just like, oh, well, I just wanted to see what was going on with how you were looking at college and stuff. Like, I what? thought you were going to tell me that you found everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I've gotten a good text that says we need to talk. I yeah. don't know if I've ever experienced the, like, hey, we need to talk. Oh, Unless it's immediately followed by, shit, that sounded bad. It's not bad. We just need to talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true as well. Because nowadays, everybody knows once you send those words all together, no interruptions, nothing, you're only thinking the worst. Yeah. It doesn't matter in which order you get it. If they send you right away, it's not that bad. Don't freak out. And then the next one is, we need to talk. But vice versa. Yeah. If it's like, yeah. we need to talk. Oh, don't worry. Don't it's worry. Not it's bad. not that bad. Then you're just like, okay. This is making me what could Yeah. What could, what could not be so bad, but still not great. And then also maybe good. And you can't yeah. text me about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, do you have time for a call? 
do I have time for a call? I'm literally sitting on my couch watching baseball, but do I have time for a call? I do have nope, time for a call. Nope, not today. Not today, not no, right I now. I haven't <laughs> talked to you in three months, so fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> do you, no, that's when you get so defensive and you ask them the same question. Do you have time for a call? <laughs> <laughs> Panic. Answer a question with a question, you always get the answer, you know what I mean? There are no answers. Also, the most thing you hate to hear is the alarm. Oh, just the alarm. I changed it to like a J. Cole song for a little while. Do you hate that J. Cole song now? No, because I only had it for two days and I was like, okay, well, if this is what's going to keep waking me up in the morning, then I'm going to start hating J. Cole. So then I changed it back to the, "Ah, ah, ah." yeah, it's not better. It's a little bit better, but it's still terrible. I have iPhone bells. Yeah. Are the top two worst sounds of all time. I could show you the number one worst sound of all time. If you want to hear it. Well, obviously we do. <laughs> I was going to ask if we needed to talk before you yeah. I wish we had. I, uh, <laughs> I changed my alarm a couple, I think last year. Whenever uh, Good as Hell by Lizzo came out, I changed my alarm to that. And for like a month it worked. I like woke up and I was like, fuck yeah, feeling good as hell. And then yeah. like, the next month and the next month, I was just like, fuck this. I don't feel good as hell. Let me sleep. And now I just hate that song. And every time I hear it on the radio or anything like that, I'm like, am I asleep? Yeah. Because that's the worst thing. You'll play a song as your alarm. And then every time you hear it, you're just like, this isn't real life. I'm dreaming. Right. It's just like a routine of hearing it every single day. And like having to get up out of bed and be like, oh, fuck, I've snoozed this 18 times. And the next thing you know, I'm late. That's yep. what it like brings Story me my to life, like uh, sort of a different topic here is when I didn't have AC in my room and then I got it like a month and a half ago. Yeah. So it's fucking absolutely freezing in my room, which I love. And when it was hot, I would get out of bed right away and just hop in the shower. And now that I have AC, I was like, I'll be so much more comfortable. I want to lay in bed forever. Dude, the best thing about having super ice cold AC is when you wake up in the middle of the night and you pull your arm under the cover that's been outside the whole time. You're like, yes. mm, give me all that warmth. Yeah. It's so spicy. It's God. so good. And when you wake up like out of nowhere in the middle of the night and you look at the alarm, you're like, oh, fuck, it's probably 10 minutes before my actual alarm. And but it's 3 in the morning? 3 in the morning, you're like, Yes. Oh, fuck yes. And you're so excited that you can't sleep for a second and you just fall right Talk asleep. about yeah. morning wood. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You look at your you look at your phone. I have five more hours. Fully torqued. Fully torqued. Is this kind Absolutely. of like guy talk here with... Locker room talk. Ladies, close your ears. With not listening to what people who are older than me have said. Like, I don't know if I'll ever need Viagra. ladies come back in um brady will never need viagra no i know that i'm going to but like in life right now you like you just said morning wood like it happens so often that it's a fucking like inconvenience yeah dude yeah that's hey you want to come up and answer this question no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is about algorithms and (laughs) functions but Something isn't allowing me to stand up, and it has nothing to do with you, Teach. I apologize, but something about the number six and nine being next to each other, I just can't stop thinking. That's why I envy kids who e-learn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh man, I remember one time in theology class, <laughs> I That's and we're talking the best class you get into. Oh my god. And Jesus was nailed to the cross. Shwing. <laughs> like, okay, why? Too far. I, I wish I got nailed. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> we're never talking about religion. We're not talking about politics. What we're talking about is things you hate to hear, like when Taco Bell takes what off the menu. They're taking the fucking quesarito off the menu, which makes no sense. And it just you hate to really? hear it. Yeah. It's when... That is devastating news. There, I thought Taco that Bell... That is stuff you hate to Taco hear. Bell was always my favorite because they were the different type of fast food. Mm-hmm. But now they're just turning into McDonald's, taking the McRib and the fucking McShake or whatever the fuck it's called, the green one. Shamrock oh, Shake. Yeah, and they take it away just to bring it back. Like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it took fucking McDonald's generations to just give us all day breakfast and they still have a limited menu. It's like, yeah, I get it. You're a monopoly, but just give us what we need. I just don't – I don't see how – I mean I guess obviously they have numbers people in their fucking offices where they say, okay, we make more money when we take it away and then bring it back. But like come on, man. Like aren't you trying to help out? You've made enough money so far. Right. Why do you need to take away from the common person? Right. And speaking of the common person, this one just popped in my head. Things you hate to hear, golf course edition. No, you'll be able to find that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not going to be able to find that one. That's why I like golfing with my friends that are honest with me and we're betting against each other. So they're just like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to find that one. When you bet, when you golf with people that you aren't betting with and want you to do well. Right. Like, don't fucking lie to me. I yeah. know it went 17 feet into the fucking woods and then yeah. hit a tree and then went into the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah, because you heard it. You heard it hit a couple things. And you said this last hole, but I still fucking believe you. <laughs> dude, I have a and You're the asshole if you don't go looking for it for like 10 right. minutes. Right, dude. I, I have lately had a very tough time finding my drive because, one, I just swing way too hard. Two, I have no depth perception. And three, I'm hitting something. It's not landing in the fairway because I don't like hitting off the fairway. It's too easy. I like hitting out of a rough or get me behind a tree so I have to go over it. Like and I That's need, why the fucking driving a, range doesn't help me. I need a tough second shot. That's what I mean. Like I you know. hit off the turf at the driving range and I hit terrible balls all the time. I'm like, well, I kind of played well the other day. Why yeah. is this happening? Oh, because you're never in the fairway. Yeah. Dude, I had uh, this thing resonated with me to this day and I don't know how I feel about it. So – guy I played baseball with in high school, we used to take uh, like miniature BP with these squishy baseballs. And he was like, I don't like hitting with those because it gives you a false sense of confidence. And I was like, baseball, you go three for 10, that's Hall of Fame. Any sort of confidence helps you out. Isn't it just close your eyes and swing? Right, exactly. That's why you didn't play past seventh grade. Right, okay. Right, okay. So now we're back. But it's the same thing with, like, the turf mats. Because you'll swing, you might have chunked it, but, man, did that ball go straight, high, and far. Right. Ah, far. Far for... Far is objective. Far, yeah. Far is to each their own, you know? I agree. But I think any self-confidence you can have... Only helps you. Mm-hmm. Is that? Would I be crazy to say that? No, one hundred percent. Is a false sense of the same thing in every a, sport, right? Is a is false it, sense of confidence false? No. Right. I agree because I think any kind of confidence you can build yourself it's makes you confidence. have a better outlook. Yeah. Right. 100%. Nothing is false until proven true. Well, yeah, the Pythagorean theorem told us that. Yeah, I agree. It, and I, I don't know, man. I, I yeah, struggled saying. I, I struggled saying the word Pythagorean, so I don't it's even know anymore. Man. It's puh. Yeah. Well, I was in AP calculus and I did very well, so I think I could pronounce it however I want. But I also dropped out of college, so there's another thing that we have to talk. About. Now that's a formula. <laughs> <laughs> Do real well. It's it's always worth it. Study or something like that. It's one of the two. It's either study, don't study, or you should have. Yeah. God, you should have. You should have. They really get you. That makes me want to run through a wall and not the good way. Yeah, no, that like the that that speech made me want to run through a brick wall. That speech made me want to just run to a wall. Yeah. What would you do at that wall? End it. Drive the person <laughs> who said you should have into it. Things you hate to hear. You're at the wall. <laughs> oh my god! You should things, tell that to Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, dude. Things you hate to hear. I fucking one of my. Uh, I so I was playing center field and Ryan Nelson was playing left field and I got busy tracking the ball rather than seeing him and I gave him a fence call a little too late he went right through the fence things you hate to hear a late fence call yeah 
anything oh. late. Because that was a sophomore year where you didn't have warning tracks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, didn't even... have warning tracks? No, because it was a fucking sophomore. You're playing on a goddamn football field or you're playing in a park where there's no, like, warning tracks. There's nothing like that. And I... I still remember to this day the first time I played on a field with a warning track. I was playing. I was junior year. We were downstate, and the guy who was our center fielder was taking like dry runs where he would sprint backwards, feel the difference of the grass and the dirt, and count how many steps it took him to touch the wall. I was like, "Is he a professional baseball player now?" Right. No, that he played smart as hell. Right. Yeah, that is like actually very intelligent. Right, he played at Seton Hall. His name's Zach Weigel. He played at Seton Hall, and then he played for the Bombers. So he played, and he got so paid he to play. Did yeah. yeah, but like I was just like, what is this? I had never played on a field with a warning track, and I was like, is that a thing? Like, who tells you that? Because, like, the coach didn't go say, why go Clifford go out in the outfield and track how many steps till you touch the wall once you touch the warning track? Yeah. Just no confidence in your pitcher. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I know baseball. I know baseball. I know sports. Well, I know what you do know. Give me your top three hot sauces. Oh, okay. So, my girlfriend, super sick. I know I have a girlfriend. Uh, (laughs) She texted me today and goes, what's your favorite hot sauce? And I texted her seven different messages so I was like it depends on what food and I knew she, I, <laughs> that's I, a great answer I knew she would be like what that's and good I stuff would, and I was just like alright I'm gonna save the time and just text her everything I was like if it's fucking if it's eggs with breakfast it's the uh, Mexican it's, red it's, no no it's oh, the, Mex, it's the Mexican heads up, hot sauce the big one with the with the, I think it's Valentina yeah oh yes, yeah 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 that's what I know eggs. Valentina and then Obviously, you can't find this every, everywhere, but with burritos, it's Chipotle's fucking hot red sauce. It's the best that's ever been done. But if you can't have that, it's any green sauce you can find at the restaurant. And then I texted her after that, and I said, anything else, Frank's Red Hot Sauce. <laughs> so, All right. Mine's Cholula. First, no other question. Cholula. Put it on anything, makes it better. Nope. My first one. Franks, you could put that shit on anything. Bleep that up. Yeah, you could put that. Well, literally, they do bleep it out in the commercial. But and second might be Cholula, but it's tied with um, the Verde salsa at this place, La Perita, on North Avenue. And, and they're all like you you have one green sauce that's your favorite, but they're all like very similar. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so fire. It's would, so good. I would say the only time Tabasco makes it in the equation is for a bloody Mary. Or seafood. Fair. Seafood? I know. Well, I just I just think seafood. crab cakes. Oh, good point. I didn't and think about oysters. That. Yeah. Oysters. It's always oysters. Tabasco with me with seafood. Yeah. But I I think I don't get me wrong. I love Frank's Red Hots, but I think they're more of a buffalo sauce than a hot sauce. Really? But buffalo sauce is hot sauce and butter and whatever the hell else you want to put in there. Right. But that's a buffalo. Yeah. Frank's Frank's, is like very fucking easy. Yeah. Frank's is a buffalo sauce. I don't think of it as a hot sauce. Well, when I was thinking about Frank's, I said literally I anything Frank's. else, but like if you get fried chicken and the day after you need to add a little bit of something to it because you heated it up, it's oh, Frank's yeah. all the time. Yeah. No matter about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing with me. And no I, I registered that and I we are friends. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Glad we got that off. Good. Well, fellas, how do we end it? What do you it's guys It's been fun. It's, it's been, been real. great. The White Sox are going to bounce back. We're going to be great. I'm confident in them. I can't wait to take your money into our money. <laughs> yep. The money's turning into our money regardless, and that's what I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's called investing. If uh, the one last thing I want to talk to you guys about, does Chicago ever in the next – actually, not ever. Let's put – Five years on it. 
Do we ever get a Chicago Chicago World Series? No. No. Wait, ever? Nope. Next five years. No, no chance. Yeah. I don't think the world wants that to happen, and I know for a fact Chicago doesn't want that to happen. Friendships would be ruined. The city would be ruined. Oh, yeah. It would be a dumpster fire. Yeah. And it wouldn't even be fun. Not, I mean, not to sound like douchebags here. Not one of us remember one game. Nah. Nope. No, we wouldn't. Not only that, the stress of each game, if the other side wins, is something yeah. you will never live down the rest of your life. And you're not going to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I think friendships get very, very tainted. I would say some things I would very heavily regret. Exactly. I would say some dumb things to some friends that I hold near and dear that are Cubs fans. I would say some things that would... Shit would get personal. Shit would get really personal. (laughs) And I would feel bad. But at the end of the day, if we win the World Series, take it or leave it. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be against a non-cheater this time. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we like to leave it. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 15, that was the final episode of season one of the rebrand of Washed Up. Next season, we're getting into a little bit of why we actually are Washed Up and why we can have some credibility as the way we talk, as the way we feel. Because we talk about as if everyone who listens knows exactly who we are and knows our story. So season two, we're starting off with why Brez is washed up and how he got there and why he is the way he is. We'll work our way towards me and Brady, but God damn it, season time. one was fun. There's a lot on the horizon for washed up. So we thank you for listening. Stay tuned and stay ready. Brady. Go Bulls. Brez. Go Sox. Let's oh, get weird. <laughs>